The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Take Off with John Clark, presented by Live Casino Hotel Philadelphia, and the Flyers season is upon us. And look, we talk about Philly guys, guys with passion. I mean, John Tortorella, our special guest, you've got passion. I get a sense you understand the Philly mentality, don't you? It's what drew me here. Uh, it, just the, the straightforwardness, uh, the passion about their sports teams. All the sports teams together in one little complex, one big complex out yeah. there. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I thought it was cool when you said you got to drive over the Walt Whitman Bridge and you're driving into the city, you see the skyline, and then you see the sports complex. Did that give you some feeling? Yeah, it, it, was, it, it was the first time. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, you look at the city of Philly, a, a city that uh, coming in as a visiting coach, always loved coming here. Uh, the restaurants, everything about it. Uh, Bobby the Chief Taylor uh, yeah. used to bring me to some spots that uh, were just fantastic in my Tampa days. And, uh, and then the con you see it all on top of that bridge. You see the complex and, and the city. Yeah, it, uh, it does nothing but give you juice. So I've run into a lot of Flyers fans at the gym in different places, and they say, man, we got to get the Flyers back to what they were, the proud organization. That's a big responsibility, but do you know what you're in for here? Oh, I'm not sure I do. I have a pretty good idea of what the, uh, the pressure of it, the, uh, the anticipation, the expectation. Um, and I, I think it's good. I, I think what the people in this area demand is a good thing for a professional team, excuse me. And um, that's kind of, you know, we, we, people talk about culture. I don't even like that word. It's a standard that we're looking at in trying to get back to what... Uh, uh, what that emblem is, what that organization is. Uh, uh, I, I think it's a little bit off the rails right now. Uh, uh, I think everybody in the organization knows that. Um, looking forward to the challenge to try to get this right. So when you took this job, you saw everything on paper, and I'm not going to use the word culture, the yeah. standard. Is it a little tougher than you thought uh, uh, with injuries and different things that's going on to get this back to the standard? Yeah, you know, I... I just in conversations with the management, the, the players when I was coming, I was here all summer long coming back and forth, uh, just discussing what's gone on. I, I, I know, I knew what I'm in for here. Uh, camp, it's been a little frustrating for me with some of the injuries we've had so far, uh, as just not getting guys on the ice and kind of going through the process with us. I, I think that's going to get remedy here. I think we're going to have some guys back. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I, I don't know uh, how they're going to handle some of the situations they're put in, uh, how we coach as a, as a group of coaches, new coaches coming here. Uh, I'll guarantee you one thing, we're, we're going to be straight up, we're going to be honest, uh, and we're going to push. How people react uh, for us to get to that standard, we'll see what happens. And, uh, but I do have a vision. Um, I'm anxious to work with these guys. Uh, we've had a good first week of camp. 
Uh, but now the real stuff starts here, and that's when you start finding out about people. And you've come in and you've pushed. You did a lot of conditioning and stuff like that. Do you know what you have as far as mental toughness yet? Or, or no. you're still no. finding that out? No, I, I, don't think you, uh, I don't think you find out about that until the real stuff starts happening. In the regular season, the pressures of, of getting those two points. Uh, um, exhibition, you know, it's important for evaluation. But it, it's so hard to get the players to compete, especially the veteran guys at a level they need to, uh, uh, because they're just worried about that regular season. Regular season starts, the, the preparation ramps up, uh, the coaching ramps up, it goes from evaluating towards correcting and uh, you know, basic honesty as far as what your game is, uh, good, bad, or ugly. I think that's when you start having these situations and you find out about them mentally. Uh, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see how people react to honest assessment. I think that's one of the biggest things for coaches. If you don't think a player is assessing themselves right, we need to step in. When coaches step in and assess and people really may not like it, that's when you have the, the, the give and take as far as finding out what people are. You said you're going to play the kids, the younger players, and a couple of them have already said, hey, you're pushing, you're pushing. Do you get a sense you can keep pushing with some of these younger guys, or do you have to back off on some? It, it's a great question because I, I, it, it's easy to uh, uh, just to go after people, um, uh, not so much in a negative way, but to push them to a level. But I, I think is, and, I, and I've made mistakes. Sometimes you, it, it's an individual thing. It's not pushing a whole group. You got to understand the, the the capacity of each individual as a player and act accordingly. It's not to pound your chest and go after them each and every day to try to get them to a level. Certain players will, uh, will need a little bit more time to get there. Other players, uh, you know, you think they're ready and you need to get them there. And those are the things, that's the coolest thing about coaching is I, I think you're coaching the mind. Uh, th these aren't physical attributes, this is coaching the mind about what they can handle. So uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna go through that process as we because it just changes when regular season and the real stuff starts as far as finding out of people how they handle certain situations. And I think everybody in Philly, we're trying to figure out what we should expect from this team. Is this, is this a rebuild? Is this a transition year? Or, or could we expect playoffs here? Yeah, you know, the, you're not going to get me to uh, make a projection. Uh, I'm not interested in all this new language, the retool, rebuild. Uh, you know, are we going for it? Uh, I, 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 I'm not interested in that. I, I, I'll tell you right now, we have some work to do. Uh, we have some work to do uh, both in the physical part of it and, and we got quite a bit of work to do mentally as far as uh, the presentation of who we are. I, I, that's, what, that's what is my biggest, uh, uh, I'm looking forward to, but my biggest fear too is can we represent that emblem? Uh, back to the standard of what the Flyers have been. And I'm not trying to run down the team, but we haven't been there. It, 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 we're not there right now. And, and that's what I'm gonna to try to get to. One way or another, uh, we're gonna get there. How long it takes, don't ask me that, because I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna be. I still don't know until the real stuff starts happening. You've had the injuries. Are you really able to implement your system? I don't know if you like that word, yeah. but, but your system, are the guys able to, to get it? Yeah, yeah, th this is, no matter what the injuries are, like we, we, we shift over now from evaluating and conditioning to the next seven or eight days prior to our opener, 
uh, into teaching the concept, uh, teaching the structure. Uh, so they'll be in all the meetings because it's video, it's, it, it's, it's whiteboard, it's on the ice, it, it's a whole entourage of, uh, of things presenting that. I, I think you have to be really careful. Uh, I, think I used to be that guy that dot every I, cross every T when it comes to the X's and O's. I think the game's changed a little bit and where we're going to present them a foundation uh, and that's what we're going to do here the next week. Uh, but I still think it comes down to a will. Uh, a group will and and pulling the rope at the same end so that's where you find out about people uh, are they willing to to give for their teammate are they are they willing to push to a level that uh, you find ways by just willing yourself through it that's a big part of winning in the National Hockey League so we're gonna go through that and uh, who ends up uh, in that starting lineup I still don't know uh, there's a bunch of kids vying for jobs Really excited about some, disappointed in some veterans as far as what they showed right now. But we'll see how it all shakes out when we get going. You mentioned the room and, and accountability, what you're looking for. Do you think that certain guys have underachieved on the ice, maybe because of a lack of accountability or lack of leadership in the room? Uh, hard to judge an exhibition, but judging uh, from conversations all summer long, with management and players, and certainly not on a fact-finding mission with the players, but just discussing about the game, uh, how I see it, how we're going to approach it as a coaching staff. I think the players want more, want more accountability. Um, I believe that uh, the coaches are gonna be in there quite a bit this year in, in teaching that. I, I don't think you win uh, playoffs, championships, whatever it may be, until the room takes over itself. I think we're a ways away from that right now. So I think that's where it falls on the coaches to be in there a little bit more. And I'm hoping we can wean ourselves out of there as we go through this process. And, uh, you know, you go back to the rebuild and all that stuff. Uh, I don't have a word for it. All I know is I'm gonna tell you and, and, and tell the public is that we have a lot of work to do here. And I'm not skipping any steps. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to, to listen. You gotta be here in the standings. I am going to go about it as I see fit to develop a team. And I don't even think we're close to having our foundation built yet before you start adding those bigger pieces, the free agents and all that. And uh, people don't like it. They don't like to hear it. I, I can't worry about that. I need to try to do this job the correct way so we can build it to win. And uh, that's how we're going to try to do it. And I was going to ask you, every time you come into a situation, you say, okay, what are we good at? Have you found something that you can build on an identity with this team? No, no. Uh, and I, I think that's a, it's a huge part of uh, becoming a team is developing that identity. And uh, no, I, 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 I think we're a bit scattered. And it's a huge part of my job is to bring it together to develop that identity. And, and I've said this right along is, this is one of the best cities in pro sports that you can kind of join in with and develop that type of identity. And it's had a history uh, of playing the right way uh, uh, towards the city. That's where I like to try to get it to. That's what we, I shouldn't say I, we as a coaching staff and management group try to get it to, but we've got some work to do there. It, it, it's a bit, I, I, I just feel we have, we have pieces uh, eventually we're going to need more pieces, uh, 
but the pieces we have right now, that's the biggest part of building a foundation. And that's where the young kids come in. And, and I'm telling you right now, we're, uh, we're going to develop the kids. Uh, a little disappointed some kids fell off towards the end of the camp here, that they may have to start in the, in the minors a little bit. Uh, but we're going to develop the kids because I think that's where you develop your foundation. And in a cap world, you need to develop them within. When, when you're looking to get that standard back to the level where everybody's buying in, do you get a sense that there will be some who just don't fit with what you're trying to put Absolutely. in Absolutely. I, I can already, I already know that. And it, 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 it's not like you can just say, oh, you're out of here. That's just not the way it works. You uh, eventually, um, it eventually, the, the people that don't belong in the organization will find their way where we see that and that's where we have to act on it. It, it. it doesn't happen overnight because there's so many different things you have to do as a managed group to get that. It takes time, but, it, but we have to be honest with ourselves about uh, making tough decisions if we're gonna do this right. And um, you can, you, you can, you can, it's easy to talk about winning. Uh, you have to do some hard things to win. And uh, that, that's, we can't skip any steps and not be afraid to make any decisions that are hard and maybe the public won't like. Uh, you, you can't worry about that because then that sacrifices getting to where you want to be. And uh, um, hopefully we stay strong there. So I will ask it again. I mean, you wanted to come here. Is it a tougher project than you originally thought? This is, this is, a, this is a good one. This is a hard project. And... Uh, um, I, I love being in it. I've loved it so far. Uh, had some really good days where I'm, I'm really happy about things. Had some bad days like, what the hell are we doing? You know, uh, and that's, that happens everywhere. Um, uh, I'm still trying to uh, really get my hands around just knowing, to get to know everybody and understand their personality. Uh, really put names to faces. We've had 60 plus players in here. Uh, a new new coaching staff. We're all trying to figure all that out, but uh, um, I'm just being. There's work to do. There's a ton of work to do here, and uh, and yeah, there, yeah. That, I'll leave it at that because I, I know there's gonna be. I know there's been talk about a quick fix. It's not a quick fix. I'm telling you right now, it's not a quick fix, and I'm not gonna go about it that way to please people, because then I don't think you have your foundation and. I, I want to be able to leave here. I may not even be the coach be it here when you're winning, but I want to be here and do it the right way so I leave it in a good spot that it can keep on growing. And uh, uh, that's the way, in my mindset, I'm going to go about it. Look, everybody wants to see this Flyers team win games. Yes. But you're saying it's about building, yes. not necessarily, hey, we can win on a Wednesday night here at yeah. home. No, you have to build something. Yes, if, if you want to win a championship, it's, it's just not getting into the playoffs or, or, or improving a 61-point season. It, it's going through, developing your players, building a foundation. So when you do build, you're not knee-jerking back and forth as far as what your team is. And that takes time. And, and I know there's uh, been a, you know, Johnny Gaudreau. Everybody's pissed off. We didn't bring in Johnny Gaudreau. I am, Johnny Gaudreau is a hell of a player. It was not time to bring in a player like that. We have so many other things we need to do prior to picking those key free agents uh, that may put you over the top. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, that, that's just the way I feel.
So when you're trying to get this organization back to a standard, you have a guy like Cam Atkinson. Mm -hmm. You need guys who sell your message in the room. Is that somebody you're leaning on, or are you doing that with a leadership council or anything like Cam, that? Cam is Cam's such a, a good pro. He understands he's kind of a conduit uh, as far as I coached Cam for six years. And, and Cam had some really tough days with me during those six years. The first couple years with Cam, we were on a little bit of a roller coaster there and understanding what I felt the standard was for a player, practice habits, everything that comes into being a really good pro. Uh, he's, turned, he's turned into one hell of a pro and a really good player. Sure, he, I didn't have to say one word to him. He conversed talking about the camp, how the camp was, the readiness that's needed as far as the conditioning in our camp. Uh, he took it upon himself to kind of spread that. Uh, and he'll certainly help me uh, and already has as far as my style of coaching. Uh, yeah, so uh, he is, uh, he's an important guy and probably one of our top players. And uh, yeah, so he, 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 I don't have to say a word to him. He knows how to go about it, and he's kind of helped me find the way here as a conduit with the, with the players in here. It's interesting because Cam, I believe, said that he's happy that he had you when he was young because you kind of learn that way. Scott Hartnell says he wishes he had you when he was younger because maybe when you get established, you're, you know, pushing is harder yeah. to take. So, so with these young guys, do you think about that? Because you're molding them for their entire futures here in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, and you, know, yeah and you know what? The, the coolest thing about uh, a coach uh, is you're, you're not only molding as a hockey player, you mold them as people. And that's, that's I'm, again, I always say I'm not sure what I'm interested in more. Uh, I mean, we have, to, we have to find a way to win, so you're certainly going to mold them as a hockey player. But I enjoy the part of molding as people. My, my daughter's a school teacher. Uh, my son is a, uh, a sergeant in the Army, uh, so he's a, he's a leader of men. Brittany's teaching my daughter, teaching young kids, reading specialists. We're all doing the same thing in a different room. She's in a classroom. He's out in the real stuff. I'm in a locker room. And th that's the coolest thing about coaching is you're molding people. And uh, I, like, I like the conflict that comes with it. I, I like the, the honesty that comes with it that brings on conflict. We just had some today when we're uh, assigning some people uh, uh, to the minor league team is, you know, they may not agree with the decision, but you talk it out. That, that's the coolest part about coaching. As long as there's honesty and it's not... A player, after I meet with him, going to another player and, and whispering, say it to me. I'm going to say it to you. There's no question I'm going to be totally honest with these guys. And I just want it back. And I think that's where you, that's where you get to that goal quicker. And you become closer, closer in a tight-knit group quicker by that type of honesty. And you're looking for honesty, accountability, uh, leadership. Do you think you will have a captain to start the season? No. Nope. Nope, and I'm not, I'm not going to, everybody asks that, uh, uh, I'm not going to be forced into naming a captain. Uh, a captain will arise when a captain arises. That, that, that'll happen itself, not me putting a vote to the team or the coaches. If I don't think there is a, a true captain there, which I don't think right now, there will not be a captain on the hockey team. We'll just get about our business as a leadership group. And then we'll see who, who, who comes about, or maybe someone else uh, next year comes in here is that guy. But I am not going to force feed a captain with this team. Organically, you want it to 
I want it to develop. Itself. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll hit me right in the face. When it comes, it'll, it'll hit me, and that's when it'll happen, not until. And it's the same thing as I'm talking about a quick fix and thinking you're winning. This has to, I want to do it the proper way in building it correctly. When you look at some guys over the last couple of years or even last year, you say, wow, we think he's better than he's been playing. So I'll take a guy like Ivan Provo. Mm -hmm. Do you think, and Tony D'Angelo, mm -hmm. maybe you know, pairing mm -hmm. with him, do you think you can get more out of him? Out of Provo? Yeah. Yes. We're going to have to. Because when, 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 he first, when he first came, he was a better player yeah. prior than he is right now. Was it when Niskanen retired? Did that affect him, his partner? Uh, I don't know, but he, he, he's a real interesting one to me uh, because he cares. Uh, he eats pucks. He blocks shots. He's a competitor. Great shape. Uh, we got to get him settled mentally. Uh, is, is Tony the right partner for him? I don't know. We're certainly going to look at that. Uh, but he's a huge piece to our back end. Uh, so it's, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a, a, a give and take with him as far as what, uh, you know, one, one of the things, is my coaching style good for him? We'll, we'll talk about that. And uh, sometimes coaches uh, think they can coach players the same way because that's, that, that's who the coach is. Remember, they're the most important people. The player is the most important people. You've, you've got to adjust a little bit to get the best out of them. Uh, when it comes to effort, th there's, uh, I'm, th there's no change in how I'm going to about If there isn't effort there, uh, that's just a deal breaker for me. But when it comes to other things, we have to adapt to the players as we have them to try to get the most out of them. And those are conversations you have with the players as you coach them. Provy's one of them uh, because we need to get him to play better. Are there other guys that you feel you can get more out of? Sure. Uh, it, it goes right through the lineup. I, I, I think when, when Coots is healthy, uh, we're going to need more out of him. Kevin Hayes, we're going to need more out of him. I think Kevin's going to have to change his game a little bit. In, uh, and, and he and I have already had started having those conversations right from the summer and as we've gone through the exhibition games. I, I think when you're a 61-point team and there's no trades eminent, there's no free agencies coming in here, if we're going to be a better team, we need everybody to get better. And that falls on the coaching staff. That's our responsibility. And uh, so it's not one particular person. There are some key guys, as we just mentioned there, but everybody needs to incrementally get better. And you join in as a group, and that's when you find your way with your foundation of your team. I believe no team in hockey has given up more goals over the last yeah. couple of years than the Flyers. Yeah. Carter Hart, this may be his first settled year you know he had the pandemic year he didn't really have anybody to hang with he's yeah. living by himself because yeah. you know from far away um and and look you know when when a goalie's hung out to dry sometimes yeah. it can affect you mentally where do you think he is mentally at this point yeah it's frustrating to me that he hasn't had a, a, you know he didn't get any exhibition games just to, just to making sure we get him healthy for the opener that's a, that's a little frustrating for me but you know, you go back to the pandemic with these young men, and I, that's hard on these young kids. I went through it when I was in Columbus. Some guys really struggle living on their own, uh, away from home. They can't socialize because of that. I, I think that has a lot to do with, with Carter, too. But this is a tough city for goaltending. You know, it's a, it, it, there's a lot of pressure on the goaltender in Philly. We got a 23, well, now 24-year-old kid uh, 
that has tremendous promise, is projected to be a really good goalie. Uh, I believe in, in talking to the manager, had some really good games last year. Uh, so I'll answer your question this way. I, I think it falls on both. We have to be a better team away from the puck. We have to play better in front of him. I, I think it's going to have to be our style right now is to really defend well and grind away to score some goals because it's not, we're not going to be uh, having a couple of lines that fold with skill to score goals. We're going to have to work hard to score our goals. But the first thing we're doing is to try to take care of in front of Carter and playing better in front of him. But that doesn't get him off his hook either as far as he needs to be better also. So it's a combination of both. And there's going to be a style of play to let him get himself, his feet underneath him, uh, that we're going to have to play. And it, I just want us to be hard. I want, I want our oppositions to have to come through five guys before they get to him. And that's the kind of process we're going through right now with our structure. And I saw your message in your letter to your season ticket holders about effort and, and on the ice, is that just not in games where you will sit a guy if you're not seeing the effort in practice as yeah. well? Is, is that where it's Yeah, starts? yeah. And, and I, I think everybody gets all antsy about, uh, um, you know, just holding people accountable. I, that's my job. You know, it, 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 it isn't in, written in my contract that I'm not supposed to do this to that player because he makes that amount of money or he's that pick. I don't look at picks. I don't look at money. I don't look at stature. I don't think it's fair to look at it that way. I have a group of men that I'm going to try to put the best 20 out there each and every night. And I think them knowing that going in, I think it's fair warning. And um, I, I, I just think that's, that's my job. I, I think merit comes into this here, and um, that's how we're going to try to go about it. I, I think that's how you create an inaccountability in the room, and eventually the players take it over. I don't want to be in there. I know I'm going to be in there a lot now, but I, don't want, I want them to take care of some of the stuff. And eventually that's where you become that team. They're taking care of it. You know, in Columbus, towards the, in the middle part of that, when I thought we developed our room really well, I kind of got the hand sometimes from my captain, Nick Flynn. We got it. It's okay. I just turn around and go back in my room. Good. Take care of it. That's where we're going to try to get it to. And we're not there yet. We're not close. Do you think you've changed or mellowed at all through the years? Yes. Yes. I, I, well, I'm not so sure mellowed is the word. I think I, I'm trying, and I know I've improved, I'm trying to become a better listener. Um, I'm trying. I think spontaneous coaching is a very important part of coaching. I've made some mistakes that way, but I think it's a big part of coaching. So I'm trying to find my avenue of uh, uh, to listen to, you know, to where, you know, maybe you miss something and you need to hear it from the player. That's a very important part of it too. I think I've grown there. I need to grow more. But I'm not, I'm not going to be a coach that uh, if something happens on the bench, I'm waiting to the in-between period and go through the hockey handbook and say, okay, this is how I'm supposed to handle that. I'm going to handle it right now. Because something else is going to happen probably 10 minutes later. And then by the time you're done and you think you have to go to a room and, and rehearse, you've got so many things you forget some of the things to do. So it's going to go right now. And that's where I make some mistakes, but I think that's one of the strengths too as far as spontaneous coaching. I think it's so important in today's game that hit it right now. 
and, and then move by it. You know, it, it could be really good. You know, everybody thinks coaching is always the correcting. Big part of coaching is saying, damn, right, that's, that's the way we do it right there. It goes both ways. So you just can't, it's easy to correct the bad stuff. You better make sure you're on the other side of it too, because they know. And that's the only way you can be fair with them. And we've seen your passionate personality in relation sometimes with the media and then, you know, sometimes in the hallway outside a room. But is at the core of all of that your players or defending your players or having your players back? All of those things? I'm going to defend my players back from you guys. And not so meaning you, but... Awesome. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Just, I... I feel I'm protect as hard as I am at certain times, I'm very protective of those guys too because I want to be the ones leaning on them, hugging them, whatever it may be. I don't want them to listen to your stuff and not so much, I mean media yeah. stuff. And um, so if I think it's out of line, I'm going to protect them. I think I owe that to them uh, because I think they're going to hear enough from me. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't think people understand that sometimes. These are never, I think all the things, the YouTube things and the things that people like to see and say he's a lunatic, I'm, it's never personal. I, I, I love my players. Uh, I'm fortunate to coach them. And uh, um, yeah, so I, my passion to them and coaching them, maybe sometimes being hard on them is because I just want them to grow. And yeah, I'm going to continue doing that and I will continue to protect them if I think I need to. Do you find it a little tougher these days? Now, maybe not hockey, but covering other sports. Players are now sometimes brands. They have a lot of people that work for them. They're on social media. They see everything people say. Is it really harder? Are players more sensitive now or do not take that hard coaching sometimes? Yes, I, I think it's a different athlete. I do. I, I, I think all through all pro sports. Uh, I think it's gotten into... I. I and this is where I'm really trying to uh, be uh, trying to improve at. I, I think it needs to be conversations. I, I think you need to empower the players. It's not the coach talking down to the player these days. I, it's a partnership. But I'll tell you right now, it's a partnership, but there's also a fine line there where I'm not going to get too far over that line to where then it turns into sloppiness and human nature to take advantage of situations. That's the fine line of coaching here. And I do, I do think that the art of coaching has changed into coach player. And uh, I don't want that. But I'm also, also going to keep that line there that I'm going to make the decision eventually here. We'll, we'll talk about it. But if I, I think it needs to go this way, we're going that way. But I also want their input. That, I think that's where the athlete is. And I, I, I think the whole world is... Uh, it's that it's just changed that way. Yeah. And, you used to have Walter Cronkite doing the news and he would say, this is the news. Yes, this is what's going on. Yeah. Now it's more conversation. Yes. You're sharing yes, news. You're, yeah, people yeah. are going to give you their reaction. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and we can't, coaches can't get stubborn. Uh, you know, as sometimes I disagree with some stuff, but you also have to, you, you gotta, you, you've gotta be, you gotta have an elastic to you. You gotta bend a little bit and, and, and listen. And, and really listen, and, and, and you might learn something. You know, we can learn also from the players. I, I don't ever want to think we have all the, all the answers. I think we get in the way sometimes of players. I, I think we overcoach. And I want them to be able, to, I want them to feel comfortable talking to us. And, uh, 
but eventually you got to be really careful there because it can run amok pretty quickly. You've got some high egos, you've got big money people and stature and the entourage you're talking about. You got to be really careful to handle that because it could turn into ugly ugliness as far as letting it get too far away. I don't know if you've seen the Eagles are 4-0. Nick Sirianni, the head coach, says he tries to remain calm at all times, but that Italian comes out of him and it just lets it go, maybe at a referee or the opposing sideline yeah. or even his players sometimes. How have you dealt with trying to remain calm at times, but then yeah. it comes out? You know, you know what happens is uh, I'm a huge football fan, uh, and I'm – I'm thrilled that uh, we have the Eagles right across the street here. And I've watched him. He reminds me of my old captain. He looks just like Nick Foligno, my captain <laughs> in Columbus. Yeah, yeah. And every time I see him on the sidelines, it's Nick Foligno. And uh, no offense to the coach over there with the football team. But, uh, yeah, I, I think with emotional coaches, I think you could be really careful about, okay, I'm, I'm going to relax. I'm going to And then you explode. And it really turns to something stupid, I think, sometimes. Because you kept it in. Yeah, you, yeah. So you got to be honest with yourself. And, uh, you know, do, I'm not going to be someone I'm not. And I, 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 I think my emotion is one of my biggest strengths. And I do think it's one of my biggest weaknesses. I know that. But I can't, I'm not going to self-talk, keep it in, keep it in, turn away, turn away. And then, then just rip on a guy. And you just went about it the whole wrong way because you tried to keep it in. I'm hoping I'm, I'm experienced enough and, and gone through enough experiences that I can find that, that road that way without losing my personality. You were here in the Wells Fargo Center about 18 years ago when Flyers and Lightning had a great series and that building was electric. Yeah. And then you see in the city, the Eagles are 4-0, the Phillies have finally made the playoffs, uh, the Sixers are looking good. Is that, is that kind of like a good selling point to your team? Like, if we win, if we do the right things, this city is like the best place yeah. to win. Yeah, and I remember that. And that's how hard it is to win a cup. You know, we ended up winning one then in 04. Uh, my experience over the, I haven't gotten back to the finals since then. It was such a great series. Uh, seven games. Seven right? games. Two to one down yeah, there? Two to one. Intense. And then we went on and, and beat Calgary. Uh, coming in here on certain games and coming off the bus and people throwing stuff at us and... <laughs> yelling at us it was it was such a great atmosphere i think espn was covering the series it, everything was brought into it it was great i i've never been a coach uh that's coaching a sport in a city that is wants to compete against the other major sports in the city we want to join in it, it's such a, a success story with the other teams here we want to join in i i just think we uh I think sometimes when a team is a 61-point team, we, we can't be gimmicky. We can't try to get people in the building. You can't try to say the right things. I think we need to keep our head down, shut our mouths, and work. And get our foundation together, find ways to win games, gain some confidence, and, and get about it that way. I, 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 I don't think talking about it is the answer. We need to do our own work to get it back on the rails. And then we can start thinking about where we're going to be. Uh, but it's going to take time. I'm telling you right now, it's going to take a little time. A little warning. Yeah, it's yeah, warning. yeah. I'm, and people may not like hearing that. Honesty. We appreciate yeah, it in Philly. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I know people will be upset. I know people are going to be upset with me. And, and I appreciate that. I, I will, uh, but I am, I am, I'm not going to waver 
through pressure of, of we want it now. Uh, I do too. We do too. But it doesn't happen that way. We, we have some work to do here. And if people don't like it, I, I'm sorry. You have your opinion. And, uh, but we're going to... Uh, I've been fortunate and honored to be hired here. I've thought about this all summer long, how to approach it. And it's the only way I know how to... I'm going to be honest with you right on through where we're at. And we're going to try to... I, I don't think we should be talking about it much. We just need to shut up, put our head down, and get to work. That emblem right there. Mean, back to where it means a ton. Yeah. means a ton, yes. We appreciate the honesty here Good in Philly. Man. Always thank appreciate you. it. John, thank you so much. Really appreciate the time, and I'm sure everybody's going to enjoy honesty. My pleasure. Thank, thank you. you. The greatest. Oh, mom, so flagrant.